Our next guest on Her Ice, head coach of the World Warriors, Izzy Marvin. Warriors, the champions of Class A Section 8, making yet another trip to the state tournament. Izzy, how are you, and how are the Warriors? I'm good. I'm good. We had uh, – Warriors are good, too. We're excited. Um, you know, especially a uh, few months back, boy, you didn't you didn't know if we'd be able to get here. So um, no one sacrificed more over the last year than, than, than teenage athletes or whatever. So it's pretty gratifying. They hung in there, and um, we stayed healthy. And we're excited about coming down. Yeah, bringing a loaded roster with you. Would it be, could there even be a state tournament without Warroad at this point? The fifth straight state trip for the Warriors it just wouldn't feel right without having the black and gold in St. Paul. Uh, I imagine a number of your listeners might, might have a different opinion, <laughs> but, that's, but that's okay. This is our sixth in a row. Sixth, and, okay. And we're, and we're excited about it. And so, yeah, we had... Uh, we had uh, Maddie Skogman broke her leg in the section championship game. And so that's always really tough when you see a young kid that's playing well for you, have that happen. Um, but, but our group is, our group, other than that, our group is uh, healthy and, and we're excited to bring those colors down south. So after six straight years of this, do you even still get butterflies or is this uh, just another game for you? Oh, 100%. 100% I do. I think if you don't get butterflies, you should you should try something else. <laughs> That's good to hear. We want to make sure everybody's uh, taking full advantage of this opportunity. Uh, your team's coming in. You already mentioned healthy, except for uh, Skoglin breaking her leg. Gino Hendrickson coming in healthier than most, a Miss Hockey finalist uh, at my count, 248 career points. Uh, could you touch on what Gino's meant to the program? It feels like she's been around forever and what she means to this year's team. Um, well, her I'm not sure where you got her points from, but she's at 293. 293. Um, so she's um, getting close to a pretty exclusive club in our history here. But uh, Genevieve is Genevieve's worked extremely hard. I know everybody says that, right? Like mm-hmm. their best play works so hard, and but I, um, her and Hardwick, I mean, and and her little sister, like they, this is what they do, and they train and they train and they shoot pucks and they shoot pucks, and she has gotten to the height of her abilities because of how hard she's worked and. Um, she's, she's had a, she's had a good career and the fun part is she's played some of her best games in the XL. So we're, so I know, um, she, so I gotta believe she's going to be good there again this week. Well, considering how productive that top line has been, uh, during games, how much, uh, individual coaching are you doing with that top line? Or is it just kind of, uh, let them go out there, let them do their thing. If we have to adjust, we'll adjust, but, uh, usually you just leave them alone, right? Well, the thing is, is I've I've actually moved my group around quite a bit, uh, more than ever, and and I I really feel like we've got two, two lines. You know, for the most part, Madison Madison Laverne and and Hardwick have been on another line, and and Laverne's got twenty goals and can skate with anybody. So, we really love our top six, and um, we even have uh, a seventh that like. So, so we've got a deep group and, and there's been, there's been uh, plenty of games this year where, 
where we've had another line uh, pick up the Hendrickson line. And that's no, uh, I mean, and that that's a mark of a good club. So as far as talking to them or dealing with them, um, I've moved them around a little bit. And uh, and, and we like to think we, we can score with all of our lines. And um, it, that takes a lot of the pressure off uh, Hendrickson's for sure because we have a lot of depth. Well, depth is always key, making it to this point of the season. When you obviously the the roster looked pretty good coming into the season, but was there a point uh, during twenty twenty one where you and the coaching staff thought, okay, this team this team could go all the way? Was there a specific instance where you thought this team's got a legitimate chance at a state title? Well, I get I guess you know it, being that that's our goal every year. I thought the way we ended last year that that we had a, at least a really good chance to compete. And, you know, we're, we had a, we had a really good club coming into the year. Um, so mostly for us, it was, I hope we have a season because this could be a, this could be a pretty special one. Um, we know that when it, when it gets down to this time of year, there's some pretty darn good other class A teams that want it just as bad as our team does. So that we like to think we're in the mix and, um, and it'll be a it'll be a fun battle. Yeah. Speaking of other really quality Class A teams, your lone loss this season three to one against the number one seed Gentry Academy. How many times have you watched that game film since that game? I haven't. Not at I all. I haven't watched it at all. I, I was a low point of our season. We were we were as bad as Governor Walls that night, and <laughs> and we couldn't we couldn't do anything right. I'm not kidding you. We couldn't do anything right. On one hand, on the other hand, Gentry was fired up for us, and uh, their Paige and Emily did a great job, and they kicked our butts that night. So I should watch it, but my team, I, I, I honestly, I, I watched some of the some of it, but I haven't watched the whole game once. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure your girls are fired up for a, a possible rematch with Gentry. Obviously you want to take it, you know, one game at a time, never look past any opponent. But if you had to rate your girl's excitement for a possible rematch with Gentry on a scale of one to 10, what would it be? I would, I would say zero because they're not looking past Rochester. There's a, <laughs> there's a, yeah, you can't have <laughs> been a, done a few interviews. You're not getting me to say that. Cause you're it's pretty good at this. It, well, you know, I was a number one seed in, a junior in high school and we lost to an eighth seed in the quarterfinals of section eight. You don't have to tell me that things can happen at playoff time. So I rarely count my chickens before they're hatched. Very rarely. It, it'll come back and bite you. We, we're, 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 we're thinking about Rochester Lords and especially with the break between the quarterfinals and the semis next, that's next week. I mean, we don't, we have one thing to worry about is, making our fifth trip down to the cities and, and coming home again. Yeah, that actually bleeds in perfectly to my next question. If you are able to get – well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase this. What do you think about the scheduling this year? How difficult is that going to be for the teams that win the quarterfinal to have six days before the semis? I actually don't mind it for, for my team. I mean, we're used to coming down there. Um, you know, in a way, you can bring your girls down there and – they can get a taste of that rink if they've never played there. They can, um, you know, just get get their get some of the jitters out of the way. And because uh, normally, you know, we we'd leave Warroad on a t- 
Tuesday morning. And then, and then we wouldn't get home till Sunday night after the Miss Hockey Banquet. So, I mean, having it spread out, I mean, it was out like in a way it, we're going to spend more time in our own beds for this tournament than we would on a normal year. Mm. Would you plan on practicing between the quarters and the semis just to keep everybody loose? Oh, we'll do. Yeah. We're coming home. So we'll skate, you know, we'll, they'll have copper queen Sunday night and uh, we'll skate Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then come back down if we're successful against Rochester. What's uh, what's copper Queens. Oh, it's a long story. I can, I can tell you, but, uh, uh, mining family from the upper peninsula moved to world in like the seventies, late seventies. And they were always looking for extra ice time. So on Sunday night, the arena scheduler put copper Kings on there because they, they came from copper country up in the UP. And so, uh, um, Sunday night open hockey for high school kids has always been called copper Kings and, and, or any night. And so when girls hockey started, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago here, 23 years ago, it was natural when the girls' high school had open ice, it was Copper Queens. Oh, my. I can't tell you how cool that is to hear. Do you think that they learn more at Copper Queens or during your practices? Uh, They have more fun at Copper Queens. (laughs) They, uh, but because it is, it's, it sticks in the middle and it's been going on for, like I said, since Bruce and Esco Samala moved here from, uh, Northern Michigan back in 70, probably 78. So, so yeah, the, you know, it's like the North rink and Roseau and it's, it's where you learn all that stuff. And the more time you put in, uh, the better you get. And, and we're, we're fortunate, you know, it's been well documented. We're fortunate here that we, we value our, we value our free ice time where there's no coaches and, you know, I think uh, Gigi talks about that all the time, the, the value of free ice and, you know, come early, stay late and skate every day and try new stuff and and have your mom bring you lunch and, and eat it in the lobby and go back out for the rest of the day. So um, there's still a lot of kids doing that, and that's been a big advantage for us. Well, it certainly paid off on the score sheet. I mean, you look at your stat leaders, Hendrickson, Hendrickson, Laverne, and Johnson, and Meeker, and the names just keep rolling. But is there an unsung hero on this team or maybe a couple a couple of glue players where they might not, may, might not fill up the score sheet, but if you didn't have them, you might be in trouble? Yeah, I, I, would, I would say there's maybe a couple like that. And one is a senior in Hardwick who doesn't get – much uh, limelight and doesn't always light the score sheet up, but nobody outworks her and she's tough as nails and, and she wants to win as much as any player I've ever coached. So she's one. And then this, there's this Rihanna Smith in 10th grade. That's kind of come out of nowhere. And I don't know if everybody appreciates how skilled this kid is. And she certainly doesn't, um, she'll get her time. She's only a 10th grader, but, She's a, she's a hockey player and, and it's been fun to watch her progression and, and, and that. So, you know, we've got, we've got, uh, we've got some kids that don't always get the spotlight. You know, the Hendricksons have been very good for us for a long time. So they, they get quite a bit of it and they deserve it, but we've got, a, we've got some, we've got a lot of other, a lot of other good players that, that make this work. 
All right. Now it's time for the million-dollar question. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'll do my best. (laughs) All right. Sell me on the idea. What does Warroad have to do to bring home the Class A state title? Um, I think, I think number one, and hopefully this is taken the right way. I think we have to get as excited for the team we're playing, like as they're going to be for us, because I think we we generate some of that. Like people people have good games against us, in, in our jersey, so we have to do that. Uh, and and I I think I think our a lot of our success will determine how well our our six defensemen play. And and far as if they if they keep the game simple, and keep keep the play in front of them, stay aggressive, but but don't gamble, those those sort of things. I I I like our forward group. They're skilled and they're fast. It will be will be you know we'll we'll be around the net. We'll be around the net. I know that, and we have to defend well. That's my thing. And and uh, like I said, I we got to get up we got to get up for teams like we do for Rozo, like and stuff like that. So like I said, Gentry was jacked up to play our team and our team really didn't know anything about them. So, so we need to be like that this time of year to win, to win it, you got to be jacked up no matter who you play. So that, that'll be that. That's, I think what we need to do. Well, I'm jacked up right now. That felt like a pep talk. I'm ready to go take on the day. Izzy, you got me all riled up. Yeah, though I just got to add, kick some ass at the end there, and you're ready to go. <laughs> I've, I've had two energy drinks and a cup of coffee. I am I am firing on all cylinders. Well, that's good. I'm going to go have a Mountain Dew with Coach Comstock here shortly. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Izzy. Really appreciate it. Go enjoy that Mountain Dew, and we'll be rooting for the Warriors down in St. Paul. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Bye bye. <laughs>